0: I'm gonna explain. Jane is rolled up, no gangs be thrown up. But still, Andre got action. They sweat like keep all of my teeth. I take it upon myself who handle mine that you got sample time to do this Have you shot I Thought you knew this I'm crumbling No type of falling of my sacks Watching my back Putting them up like slits Leaving them in they slack oh, The clock is ticking Niggas from my pocket is missing. I'm putting it down Like it be hot Before we argue Shot Got only so much time In this bastard Ready to be claiming For what I be saying They procrastinating settling for less Better be ready When they roll up in your nest And sink one in your chest And he's gone About to hit for good Y'all be bobbing back and forth To let me know you understood Yeah What's up there's only so much time left in this crazy world I'm just crumbling her I'm just crumbling her Niggas killing niggas they don't understand I'm just crumbling her I'm just crumbling her So check me out see Once in a while when niggas be trying to test me I get risky, Grab up pint I'm going in whiskey Then they swing with shit they miss me, huh? I'm getting nice with them things Because I do like that You heard me on the radio And yes, my man, I'm true to that I run my lips the way y'all wanna 'em And shoot my dice against the bricks The way y'all wanna flick them Niggas a ring around the roses Diamonds around my neck from it. But I'm running niggas over like a 94X Test it Ten millimeters Count them niggas, fuck a nine See, I edit a millimeter For y'all niggas doing crowns Bye bye, Kiss your ass, bye-bye Sayonara, suckers. I flip the script and turn the pace It's getting your motherfuckers Be bumpin' shots Like them hoes be poppin' cooties And I... Like them me Hi, welcome to the Black Eye Test podcast. It's your host Rod and
1: Karen. What's up, everybody?
0: All right, getting a little bit better there.
1: <laughs> You're not having to
0: cue me in. I'm getting better. Man, I hate printer ink. It's like they give you the printer for cheap, but then the ink is like three billion dollars, and it runs out every five minutes. Yes. So, I couldn't even print out all the articles or the itinerary. I had to leave it all on the screen today. So, the show might seem a little bit choppy to you guys. I hope, hopefully it comes across pretty good though. So, anyway, you ready to get this thing started? Yes, sir. Alright, let's get this party cranked up. Uh, First thing I want to talk about, instead of uh, t-shirts that say stuff like Free Wayne and Free Jeezy when people get locked up. I want to get some um, t-shirts that say, can we keep people locked up? <laughs> like, don't free Jeezy or, you know, two more years for T.I. You know, <laughs>
1: keep them locked up.org.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like a, a circle with an X over it or something that says, like, no DMX. Something like that. Like, I don't, I'm not into having criminals on the street. That's not my It's not part of my belief system. You
1: don't get down like that?
0: No, I I prefer to have my criminals in prison. That's why I like them. I don't give a fuck if you can rap or spit a hot 16 or got the best freestyle on the block. If you're a criminal, stay locked up until you come out and you're good to go. No more uh, returning to jail. All right. So let's talk about what everybody's been talking about. Uh, Tiger Woods had some more text messages come out. And he was getting kind of nasty in the text messages, Ooh, dirty, dirty. Talking about going to the ATM, and I don't mean the a machine.
1: <laughs> he was punching up some numbers, all right.
0: Yeah, he was talking about going from the ass to the mouth, ATM. Oh, that. that's what he said. That's what he said. Um, but anyway, the text messages were really racy. Most of y'all have probably heard them already, so I don't really want to rehash. Uh, all of that stuff, but these women releasing these text messages really reminds me of when, uh, that Dave Chappelle skit where he got Oprah pregnant and (laughs) it was like, jackpot, you know, like, these women are really just like, jackpot, and he got, he sent me some text messages, and, uh, they keeping them forever. Yeah, I mean, these things are going back like years, and they just keep them on their phones forever just so they can, you know, put these on their website
1: I, I I think they ought to be an expiration date. Like after six months to a year, if you don't print it out, it's it should automatically
0: just disappear. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get why people think. Uh, I mean, I guess it's interesting because you know you, you're finding out Tiger Woods is a freak, and you know you, you just imagine him saying these things and you yeah. know being that way. But in a way, it's kind of like I don't know. I, I'm getting over that stuff, yeah. but. Uh, but to run interference for his uh, net latest text messages, he uh, did an interview with ESPN. And Did you see the interview? Mm-mm. Well, it was only five minutes long. He uh, allowed like five minutes worth of questioning from ESPN and from the Golf Channel. And he basically wouldn't answer anything that was an a actual question. Nope. Anything that they actually were hitting on something pretty... You know, something that I actually wanted to know about, it was, it was too private. Yeah, but then
1: why did he even
0: talk to him then? That was a point, those are pointless interviews. Yeah, I'll, I'll read some of the article. Tiger Woods granted his first interview since his November car crash and subsequent sex scandal, admitting that he has done some pretty bad things in his life that, and that he was a little nervous about his upcoming return to professional golf in April. I was living a life of a lie. I really was. A sober sounding woods told ESPN at Islesworth, a golf club near Windermere, Florida. Home. Near his, I guess near his house in Florida. The five minute interview aired Sunday night during SportsCenter. He also gave five minutes to the Golf Channel. Stripping away any denial and rationalization, you, can't, you, can, you start coming to the truth of who you really are and that you can be very ugly, he said. Part of the recovery process was acknowledging his indiscretions both to his family and to the public. On February 19th, he appeared at a press conference looking whiter than a ghost, during which he apologized for his behavior in a 13-minute speech. My real apology will not come in the form of words, but my behavior over time, he said at the time. During Sunday's interview, the golfer said making making that public statement was ultimately giving him strength. When you face it and you start conquering it and you start living up to it, the strength that I feel now, I've never felt that type of strength. Unless I was doing three or four white girls at the same time, <laughs> Woods said. I think you might be adding in this. Yeah, I'm adding. I mean, but you know, it's, it's, you got to read between the lines, people. Apologizing to his wife, Elon and his mother, C- Cotilda. I never knew his mom's name was Cotilda. What a name! Yeah, that's a pretty serious name right there, Cotilda. Cotilda Woods sound like his (laughs) earl and earl and cotilda i know they thought they were a black couple back in the day of course about his multiple affairs was one of the low points for woods i hurt them the most he said sunday these are the two people in my life that i'm closest to and to say the things that i've done truthfully to them was very painful as for ellen's reaction woods said she was very hurt very hurt shocked and angry and she has every right to be Woods also confirmed that he sought treatment at a clinic in, from December 31st to February 11th, and that he underwent family counseling for a week to follow his public following his public statement in February. He did not, however, specify the type of treatment he was receiving, which is why I still think it's part something of something else. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I know he can't say it, and my boy John, he he can't. hit me up on Twitter. I was like, Nah, man, I don't think so. But I don't. He was like, he was wearing makeup, but Tiger Woods has been in all kinds of public places before, wearing makeup for ads and stuff. He's never looked like a ghost. I mean, he looked he looked kind of cracky. I mean, I'm, I don't know a lot about drugs, but I know when a nigga look cracky, and he looked kind of cracked up. That's all I'm saying. And maybe it was the ambient or something, but he looked like he was withdrawing from something. Um... I don't... I didn't know. So, they asked, why not seek help sooner? Said Woods. I didn't know it was that bad. First of all, you know why he didn't seek help sooner? Because he didn't get caught sooner. I know so. I mean, if you're going to be a habitual cheater, you cheat till you get caught. It's not a... He's not seeking help now because out of the goodness of his heart, he's seeking help because he got busted by his wife who's probably ready to leave him. Yeah, he don't want to pay half. Yeah, he's just like, uh, let me see if I can salvage this. Um, I actually thought it was really weird when... Uh, one part of the interview, they asked him, you know, why'd you get married? And he's like, because I love her. Like, he said it kind of, like, a, you know, with some with some type of uh, authority to his voice. And it's like... Anger behind it. Nobody
1: forces you man, huh? her.
0: Well, it's like, wh- why isn't that a valid question? You know? It is
1: a valid question. It, why a, did
0: you? A, yeah, like, of course... We're going to ask why a guy like you got married. And just because you love somebody doesn't mean you should marry them. And that's true, too, now. You know, so there's a lot more shit to marriage than just love. There's a lot of people that love each other and they're divorced right now. i uh, say that again. So, you know, I mean, you got it takes a lot to make it work. And plus, I mean, it does make the obvious. Next question is, if you love her so much, why are you fucking all these women? I mean, I ain't, I ain't judging. I'm just saying this shit don't make sense, bro. Uh, it's a good question. You could have, you could have kept her as <laughs> your baby mama and, and,
1: and, and I. been banging
0: all these chicks, and everybody would understood. Who cared? Who
1: mattered?
0: Yeah. Now you got porn stars coming out to work and shit, and you know, begs the question: Why even get married, man? You was, you, it's not like you got, you started sleeping with the secretary or you got caught up with, you know, uh, some lady from from the golf channel. You were fucking everything, man. So yeah, why would you get married? Um anyway. Um uh, as far as my schedule going forward, I don't know what I'm going to do. What I know is I have to do is become a better person that begins with more treatment. And he also said he meditates a lot now and uh, uh Bomani Jones on the Bomani Jones uh the morning the morning jones um ninety eight. Uh you can also stream it from hardcore dot or you can stream it from uh, your iPhone using the Flycast app, um, and uh, just search for Hardcore uh, Sports Radio. Anyway, um, he uh, he said that meditation must be slang for masturbating, because Tiger's supposed to be doing a whole lot, of, whole lot of meditation lately, and it's the kind of meditation I guess that makes you not want to cheat. So, speaking of cheating. Did you hear about this woman in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, that sued her husband's mistress and got ten million dollars? Her husband's mistress. Yeah. Wow. No other
1: woman can pay you too? Woo.
0: Yeah, I think it's only in like a couple of states, and North Carolina is one of those states. Wow. Um.
1: This one in a premium.
0: No, a U.S. woman has won ten million from her hus- husband's mistress after successfully suing her, suing her for stealing him. Cynthia Shackelford, 60, told North Carolina's court that she gave up her teaching career to raise children and support her husband Allen's legal career, the Daily Telegraph reported. Using a rarely used law, Mrs. Shackelford... she still going by Mrs. Shackelford? Shouldn't she just be going by Miss something now that she done took all this money? Oh, I can
1: keep her last name if I got... I'm paid.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's part of the settlement. That probably was. Mrs. Shackelford claimed her husband had been happy and in love with her before his mistress, Anne Lundquist, 49, pursued a relationship with with him. Now, that's kind of presumptuous. How could she say he was happy and then this woman caused the unhappiness, you know, caused him to leave? Like, maybe he wasn't that happy. Yeah. Who knows? Could have just been making it seem like he was happy, putting on a brave face, and then... Going and banging his 49-year-old secretary or mistress thing every day. I think like,
1: well, far as I was concerned, dude, it looked like he was happy and in love to me.
0: After a two-day trial, the jury awarded Mrs. Shackle for $10 million after she proved alienation of affection, a legal term for adultery, as well as causing severe emotional distress. $10 million for some side withdrawals. That is ooh, some expensive ooh. pussy. Say
1: that again. When they said cheaper to keep it, that was not lying, was well, it? Well, the
0: thing is, this isn't his money. Oh, this it's is her money. money. It's the mistress's money.
1: Well, damn, it don't cost to cheat, dude. It's expensive to cheat.
0: Well, he probably gave up half, you know, but in addition to that, she's getting $10 million from this lady. Oh.
1: Well, that's a note. Leave married men alone, because not only will he pay, you will pay
0: too. Miss Lundquist, who now lives with Mr. Shackelford, says she plans to appeal the decision, claiming she met him after he had separated from Mrs. Shackelford. North Carolina is one of the few states that allows people to sue over infidelity. While still married, the Shackelfords have been separated for five years. So, wow! This lady got $10 million from the mistress. Oh, excuse me. She from ain't even been with
1: her husband five years.
0: Yeah, they've been separated for five years. Who knows when...
1: legally they were still married, so that's kind of all that
0: matters, huh? Yeah, I mean, who knows how the timing of this really worked out, but... Wow. I mean, it's kind of amazing that you can actually get that kind of money um, from the mistress, man, so... Wow. That's what I'm thinking. What I'm planning on doing is um, I'm going to go get me a sugar mama. Sure she and, got a lot of money. Yeah, too. with a lot of money. hmm And then you sue her... Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You quit your job. Then you sue her. And then you take her money. Then we get back together and we spend it.
1: That's not like a deal to me. I would sue the drawers off of her ass, dog.
0: We get paid. Yes, sir. So, you alls counting. I would not suck a penis for $50 million. But I will cheat on my wife. And let the mistress get sued for $10 million. So... Just for all that's
1: counting.
0: S- <laughs> S- speaking of uh, millions of dollars, have you heard about Ron Washington?
1: Yeah, baseball dude.
0: He's a he's a Rangers manager. The man- he's like the coach of the baseball team. Oh, okay. And he failed a cocaine test. It's terrible!
1: I heard to talk about that.
0: Yeah, he failed in two thousand nine, but it's just now coming out uh, now. Wow. Um, <laughs> this, the name of this. The name of the city on the uh, on the front of the article is Surprise, Arizona. He surprise. was surprised, all right. <laughs> surprise drug he was test. <laughs> <laughs> uh, surprise, Ron. You gotta take this, pull uh, your dick out, take a piss. Um, Texas Rangers manager Ron Washington Admitted he made a huge mistake when he used cocaine and failed a major league baseball drug test last season. In his first public acknowledgement, Washington apologized Wednesday for his behavior. Eight months after he told Rangers president Nolan Ryan, who turned down the manager's office to resign. I made a huge mistake and it's almost caused me to lose everything I have worked for all of my life. Washington said at a news conference Wednesday. I am not here to make excuses. There are none. Washington said he used cocaine only once and he called it stupid and shameful
1: how old is this man
0: um well that's the thing he's like 60 years old or some shit
1: and do you mean tell me does he, he talking like he's 21 or 18 and 16
0: well you know he was experimenting with drugs you know he put out a petri dish and then he um got the brunson burner out and um, you know, some syringes. So he start experimenting and he just happened to find the right combination to get that cocaine.
1: And my thing is that, um, how would you know what, you know, where the drug people at to sell it to you?
0: Yeah, you don't, that's weird. Like, like maybe it's a new iPhone app.
1: It might be. <laughs> maybe, maybe. You com.
0: Yeah, you shake <laughs> it up and then it rolls a little bit and the iPhone songs start playing, you know, you um, know, Tell you what corner they own? And then it tells you, like, yeah, cocaine.
1: 200 feet in front of you. <laughs> yeah, you shake it
0: up. It's like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for cocaine in Something the South back, Park back. area. Yeah, um, you look for weed. What you looking I, for? I need $2 signs because I, I want it to be a little more expensive than cheap cocaine, but I don't have the money for expensive cocaine, so $2, oh, $2 signs. Oh, so you can't go to the $4 signs? No, you got $2 signs. <laughs> South Park area cocaine and then you shake it up and then it, it rolls around, around. tells you <laughs> know, go, to, go to the corner of West Boulevard. Um, and <laughs> <Every night> Road. <laughs> yeah. Washington said he told the commissioner's office and ranger officials about using cocaine before he had a routine drug test. He came forward and he said he would resign. He understood the consequences. We had a lot of discussions and a lot of soul searching on it. We st- he stood up to it. And we felt like he was sincere and forthright. We we're very disappointed by this. We we're upset we were put in this position. Position. Washington met with players earlier in the day and told them about testing positive in July. He was very emotional. You could tell he was a broken man from this one bad choice he made. said Texas star Josh Hamilton. Now, the thing is, first of all, I think Josh Hamilton might have had some drug problems, too. Wow. Um, but the thing is, like... They keep saying it was one time, like it's land bias and shit, but I really have a hard time believing this one time. I do too. I believe this is something that's ongoing and he just happened to
1: get caught.
0: Yeah, I mean, no one waits till they're 50 to do cocaine. I mean, I'm going to wait till I'm like 90 and then I'm going to do all the drugs. Because, you know, I've been living a drug-free life most of my life. <laughs> you going to go and out in the like, blaze. Yeah, I'm going I'm gonna gonna to go smoke, out. You're going to smoke. you going to drink. You're going to club. you going to do mm-hmm. it all, ain't you? I'm going to wait till I'm 90. Then I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to live big at 90. Be, be pimping at 90. <laughs> Look at that old man. Still going. He is tripping. Yeah, after his
1: wife died, he lost
0: his mind. You're going to be alive. I'm still going to be on the <laughs> <house>. <laughs> I'm just going to be coming in the house high as hell. <laughs> hey, baby. I smoked the TV. Um, Hamilton has a long history of drug abuse. Damn, the whole locker room crackhead. And was suspended in 2004 s- season when he was in the minors of Tampa Bay. The all-star outfielder is the most prominent player in the last decade to be disciplined for so-called reactionary. For the so called rec- recreational drug. Hamilton has been outspoken about his crack cocaine habit. Damn. Oh, nigga, that's worse than, than cocaine. That's That's crack. Who the fuck does crack? Ah! It's after after the movie New Jack City came out, oh in 2010, are you serious? Isn't is, well, this happened in 2004, but there's no oh. excuse if you watched New Jack City even once. You, you. there's no excuse for doing crack. You no. you seen Pookie and all the shit he had to go through to get off of it, and he still was on that shit. Wow. Oh man, how the fuck do you do crack? Nothing. Who's done a crack and said something good came out of it?
1: Say that again. Nothing really does not happen.
0: Like, I can understand weed and even alcohol does something. You
1: cannot get a career off of that. I'm sorry.
0: Well, it's just not, not even a career, but just... I've never heard anybody be like, Yo, man, remember when, that night we all did that crack? We were so fucked up. Oh, man. That was an awesome night.
1: <laughs> and I stuck you with that needle, man. You remember that?
0: Yeah, like... No one was like, yeah, man. I burned my lips on that crack pipe. When I was smoking so hard, I don't even remember anything, dude. We were so fucking wasted. Like no one does no. crack like that. Those so. are not remember we in stories. All crack memories end up with like, and then I woke up in that alley and sperm was on my face, oh. and I didn't even know whose sperm it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's just not even real. Yeah. It just <laughs> <laughs> I only know happened. And the note on my chest just said sorry go to the hospital you don't have any kidneys anymore and i and i realized i sold my kidneys for crack (laughs) all crack stories ain't bad so yeah they do um let's see I was addicted to drugs. All I cared about was getting more and using more drugs. I didn't care who I hurt, Hamilton said. This was something of a weak moment, a decision of choice. Our stories are nothing alike. The fact that he had made a mistake, he learned from it very quickly. I made a mistake a, a few too many times and didn't learn from it. Hamilton said he can understand how a 57 year old man could use the drug only once. 57? Damn. This is why old people need to get on Facebook and something. You need a hobby. Ah! could have been playing Farmville. You I'm trying to tell you, cocaine. playing a virtual farm or something. I'll be shaming yourself. And I don't know much about baseball, but look at this picture. I know a nigga that does cocaine. This nigga does cocaine. Look at his face. he <laughs> got cocaine in his mustache right now. Look, he got shades on to cover his coke eyes. You know he got them red eyes under there. That's not good. You got the old man them going on. He got a little Mary and Barry in him. I can see it right now.
1: <laughs> Bitch
0: set me up. Oh, man. Oh, that's a sad story. Yeah. Oh, somebody want to know what I thought about the healthcare shit?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. hmm uh, I forget who it was. It was my man from Twitter. And uh, I'm going to look it up on this email real quick. But um, he sent me an email and he wanted to know about how you know how do I actually uh, contact the show. His name is Rehab on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he said, with Obama's healthcare bill passing, I already know you got an opinion about it. My question is, what is your feelings about the criticism about this bill being one step closer to America becoming a socialist country? Shit's hilarious to me almost. Um, I... I think it is kind of funny. Um, anytime people throw away, throw around the IST words—socialist, communist, uh, fascist, racist—yeah, it kind of turns me off because most of the time people are just talking that bullshit. Like, it's real easy to, to say something's gonna destroy the country, but we're a stronger country than people give us credit for. And True. no one thing is gonna fucking destroy the whole country. It might make it uncomfortable for some people. And those people being people in the Tea Party, but in general, it's not gonna fucking um, make me. Uh, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Most people are probably not gonna have much of a change. And as far as the health care bill, I see this thing as the defi- just a right and wrong issue. Yeah. Um. I I understand people who are like really fiscally conservative, and they're just like, we shouldn't spend a dime unless there's some sort of uh, necessity for it or unless uh there's a proven way that we're gonna make money off of it or something. But uh this is one situation where I'm just like, hey, this is the right thing to do and I'm not you know, I'm not an expert on the numbers and everything. I do know that healthcare costs are skyrocketing for everybody. Yes it is um even despite any sort of healthcare reform. That's right. You know, I, I forget the exact numbers but I know that just the cost for my health care, for my company, by the, when I was first hired, was probably, you know, uh, it's probably rose at least double, probably triple or quadruple what it was when I first got hired. Mm-hmm. So these costs are skyrocketing. And I think it really comes down to just a belief of, do you think it's right that people who can't afford health care don't have it? or if they if they do get it which doctors are obligated to take care of them if it's not they are. so if they do get it it comes out of my pocket and my insurance premiums indirectly because the number one cause of bankruptcy in America is people not paying for their medical bills yes, it is, or not being able to pay so even though I, I reject the I reject that argument well with car insurance if I don't want to have insurance I just don't drive a car well everybody has to have a body
1: I say that again
0: and because people are basically babies no one is standing up for their beliefs when they get sick everyone's cool with saying hey if I can risk not having insurance and that's just the price I pay until they're sick and they don't have insurance yeah maybe they got laid off maybe who knows what happened but they don't have insurance maybe they had a pre-existing condition i don't know right. they don't have insurance they don't just go in a corner somewhere quietly and die instead they go to the hospital they go to the emergency room mm-hmm. they get a bill they don't pay it my insurance premiums go up i can't we can't keep going like this forever mm-hmm. and malpractices and fixing that um Tort reform is not gonna fix all of that problem.
1: No, it's not. There's
0: some fundamental issues wrong, and I don't know that this bill will fix it. Um, but hopefully it's a step in the right direction. And I hope so too. You know, all I can say is I hope it works out because it's passed already. Yep. Um, and I mean I hate to see people so upset about it one way or the other. And uh, but I've come to the decision that even if it meant my taxes, not rich people's taxes, my taxes going up. I'm, I'm content. That's okay, because this is the right thing to do. I mm-hmm. see this as the civil rights argument of 2010. I don't see this as freeloaders looking for a handout. Mm-hmm. I literally see this as, People we're going to look back on this and say, this was the right thing to do, and it was a tough thing to do. But the same way that Lyndon Johnson passed the Civil Rights Act, and then he was... Uh, summarily swept out of office him and most of the Democrats lost power for the next uh, eight years or whatever I, I see it like, like that where even if the Obama's presidency only goes for four years even if these Democrats lose the House and the Senate in November this was worth it, yes, it was. at least they did something that they felt was right and you know I applaud them for that and we'll see how it works out man if it's I mean we all know the government they will fuck this up but it is the right thing to do. I mean, the post office loses money, but I still love being able to spend 40 cents on a stamp and have my shit get to the middle of America the next day. Say so. that again. Anyway, that's how I feel about it, man. But let's get back to the jokes. So, the NCAA tournament. You ain't watching any of it? Yes, I have. A lot of upsets. Yes. A lot of yes. upsets. Franklin sent an email out today to have pictures of a bunch of different teams that won this weekend, mm-hmm. and there was pictures of all the white dudes on the team, like hugging and high fiving. <laughs> and this NCAA tournament has become the YMCA All Star League. <laughs> all these dudes, baby, balling All these dudes could go to any YMCA in the country and key, okay? And bust ass, and nobody would pick them on their team right away. Like they would walk in, everybody'd be like, yeah. Uh oh, no, I'ma hmm. pick somebody else. Yeah. And then that team would win all day long because you never would expect it. Like, uh this team this league this year, the tournament has set a record for the most number of Chitwood shots. And uh have you seen Hoosier's? No. Oh, uh, we gotta watch that. Hoosier's is okay. a movie about a Indiana basketball team, like a high school team mm-hmm. or something. I think it was high school. Um and it's basically just these guys This uh, Gene Hackman is the coach and he organizes his team and they win the championship uh, they face the black sorry spoiler alert they face the, uh, <laughs> they, face the uh, they face this all black team in the championship and they win it and that's the end well everyone every white player that's hit a big shot this, this year uh, it seems like they've been compared to Jimmy Chitwood if they had a good game all the announcers bringing up Hoosiers and shit <laughs> Which is kinda of subliminally racist, but whatever.
1: It's a shining moment.
0: Yeah, but I just start. anytime a guy that's a no name white dude hits a big shot in the tournament, I've just been calling it the Chitwood shot. Okay. Because Chitwood was the main player in the Hoosiers.
1: Oh. And
0: he was the guy who hit all the shots and he was like unstoppable. So
1: Okay. Jimmy I'll be, Chitwood. I'll
0: be saying that for now too then. Alright, so I got my senses this uh yesterday uh actually Sunday. Yeah. I, I looked at it for the first time. What's the big deal with the census? Like, a lot of people were calling it racist, and they were really getting up in arms about the census. And, you know, I, I, I looked up an article about... I'll read some of the article. The U.S. Census Bureau has become enmeshed in controversy over its use of the old bit of nomenclature to identify race on this 2010 census form. Indignation has risen over question 9, which uses, which asks for a person's race. Next to one of the 15 boxes that can be checked are three classifications, black, African-American, or Negro. Through local, though local census officials did not hear complaints, officials elsewhere received an earful in recent days as black activists, politicians, and community leaders expressed displeasure over the decision to include the final word. Members of San Antonio's black community were divided over whether they think the term was appropriate. First of all, you can't can't just say that there were black activists, politicians, and community leaders. You gotta name some names. I hate when people do this because I want to know who these niggas are so I can not support them. And, fucking then, wrong with and you. then,
1: not only that, they act like this is the first year the census has ever been done. Like, that word has been on the census for years, but nobody paid attention yeah. to 2010. Yeah, right.
0: I mean, black people, we change nomenclature, quote unquote, like every five years. There's some different yeah, shit I don't to call know what us. what they going to call us next time. Yeah, black, African American, Negro, colored, Nubian, colored. Yeah, you know, like, it's a bunch of different. I don't know what to put on there, man.
1: Brown. Yeah,
0: I don't want them wasting a bunch of ink and tax money to fucking add twelve more pages of just what do you want to be called, Young Blood, Cool Breeze? Like (laughs) enough, enough. (laughs) My dog. Yeah, shout it. (laughs) Anyway, the questionnaire is scheduled to be sent out March March first. That is not likely to happen, but the bureau agreed to send out thirty thousand questionnaires. Without the word to test the response. Sonny Melindrez, Chairman of the two thousand ten US Census Complete Count Committee for San Antonio and Bexar County, that is a long ass title.
1: Yes, that is.
0: Said the questionnaires have already been printed and he said census the Census Bureau, which will make the questionnaire available in fifty seven languages, work to ensure participants understood the form and feel represented. Negro remained on the form because the population counters Keep getting forms back with the word written in more than fifty five thousand ah! in the 20, ah! 2000 census, even though it was one of the not one of the it was one of the selections that suggested that some blacks still preferred that term and had not noticed it as a third choice so let's get to my census um i I saw the term negro on there, and I did feel that it was outdated and I was offended. So I marked out Negro, and I put Nigger, N I G G A, <laughs> and uh, that's that is how I sent mine in. So hopefully we get enough write-in votes in 2020 when the census comes out. We might have a fourth term on there. Black, African American, Negro, Nigger. <laughs> That's like uh, I that's how I like to be referred to. So the Negroes is in the house and the guns is out in the fields? I don't know no, no. You take me back to the eighties to the eighteen hundreds. I'm talking about two thousand. Like, what's up, my nigga? You no, know, Like that kinda thing. Oh, okay. It's a term of endearment. I mean, unless a white person says it then it's just racist. I'm talking about you witness, son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, we still love you. Um, anyway. Um we do not love you with us. Don't listen to Karen. I do. Stop being racist. Then I, we'll I, love you. Um, but yeah, so some people, you know, from the 60s and shit still use the word Negro. Um, you know, of course, racist white people. And
1: I'm talking about that. they were writing it in. I mean,
0: come on. It's, it's funny, though. I bet I bet white people was the one writing it in. No. Yeah, they was. They oh. circled white and they wrote down niggas, nigger, coons, I, moon crickets. Like, it was probably like 12 pages of just racism.
1: Oh, all the on
0: the set. Yeah, they probably affiliated with the Jigga Tea boos. Party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. Uh, and also, my political affiliation is Tea Party. Anyway, <laughs> let me just fill in some more suggestions for what you do call these black people. Uh,
1: can you think of one, Center boy? Give
0: Monkeys, arrows, spear chuggers, little scratchers. There's a bunch of, bunch of <laughs> jungle bunnies, tar babies, this is a bunch of shit. The scissors had to mark it all out. I know.
1: Damn. I know they got tired of that. Give me some more wine out, man.
0: Every year. <laughs> all right. Anyway.
1: <laughs> um,
0: have you heard about this 600 pound lady who was trying to get up to a thousand pounds? Good
1: God. Somebody was telling me about
0: that.
1: She was trying to get to thousand pounds.
0: Mm hmm. She going to kill herself. So I'm surprised she ain't dead already. I 600 know. pounds?
1: Woohoo. All right. You ain't more than a cow. That ain't no joke. Close to
0: uh-huh. Wow. A 600-pound woman is eating her way to a dubious distinction. New Jersey mother... Oh, of course, New Jersey. A New Jersey mother of two... I wonder if she's a, a guidette. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> say. A New Jersey mother of two has announced she'll stick to the calorie-laden, ultra-sedentary lifestyle and her effort to tip the scale as one of the world's heaviest women. Donna Simpson, 42, already weighs 600 pounds, she hopes to add another 400 to a frame within two years. To do it, she's eating 12,000 calories a day and good trying to move as little God. as possible.
1: 12,000 calories a day?
0: And trying to move as little as possible. Just more than super eating them off. Seriously, I don't even... Yeah, I, That's
1: a lot of calories. Yeah, for a man,
0: like 2,000 2, calories a day for a man is like, you know, pretty good a uh, diet and Twelve thousand a day, man. Good God, it's a costly endeavor. Simpson estimates she spends seven hundred fifty dollars a week on groceries.
1: Good God,
0: which is financed by her website, where fans can watch streaming video of Simpson of Simpson as she eats. The idea was was inspired by her boyfriend, a black man. These <sighs> goddamn stereotypes. <laughs> what is wrong with you, America? A hundred fifty pound black man dating us. 600-pound white woman. If that shit does not give me nightmares. (laughs) Now, I'm all for interracial love, but I'm not for fulfilling stereotypes. Let's get some fat black men with some skinny white women, please. Skinny white women out there listening to this podcast, do your part. All right? The idea was inspired by boyfriend Philippe, whom Simpson described as as a real belly lover. I mean, what else of their of her is there to love I, yeah. and an enthusiastic support enthusiastic supporter of her weight gain goal he also had her fill out some insurance, life insurance forms
1: Say that again. for 7 million dollars here 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 here, <laughs> here and in case you die before you reach your weight goal here
0: <laughs> I think he'd like it if I was bigger oh wait I think she would like it if I was bigger Simpson told the UK daily mail between bikes <laughs> She met Philippe in the fat fetish chat room in 2006. In 2007, <laughs> I didn't know they had chat rooms. Well, yeah. I guess they got them for everything. man. Yeah. In 2007, Simpsons became the fattest woman ever to give birth when she delivered her daughter Jacqueline with the help of 30 doctors, nurses, and medical assistants.
1: Good God.
0: Yeah, that that might have been an episode That'd, of House. Gotta
1: make your health care go up, won't it?
0: Yeah, and y'all wonder 30 why thirty doctors for yeah. one
1: person. Good gracious! This is why
0: we need the healthcare bill. Say that again. Despite the high risk childbirth, for diagnosis of diabetes and her reliance on a motorized scooter for errands that require more than twenty feet of walking. Oh.
1: <gasps> what? Are you serious?
0: Simpson describes herself as healthy and happy. You like, can't what?
1: move.
0: How is that? You can't walk twenty feet. How is that healthy? That is not healthy at all. No. I love eating and people love watching me eat. It makes people happy and I'm not harming anyone except myself and the stairs and things I sit on.
1: I like to eat too, but still.
0: Simpson is rapidly progressing toward membership in a very small group, the 900 Club. Two channels up from the 700 Club, which is also full of fucking idiots. As dubbed by the Dimension magazine, consists of those who do or did exceed the 900 pound mark. And if the company she keeps is any indication, Simpson might not live long enough to become a 1,000 pound woman. If Simpson attains her goal, she'll still be 600 pounds shy of Carol Yeager, once the world's fattest woman who died... At 33 in 1994, Jaeger, who refused hospitalization because she didn't think her health problems were critical, succumbed to kidney failure and severe water retention.
1: Good God.
0: It took 13 people to roll John Brown Minoch over in bed, A 1,400 pounds in 1979. He claimed his health suffered only after 500 calorie a day diet left him sapped of energy. Mennick died at 42 after lapsing from a medically supervised diet and regained 200 pounds in a single week, which led to fatal edema. Wow! 200 pounds in a week? That's more than our weight! Good God. Formerly the world's fattest woman, Rosalie Bradford also set a record for most weight lost by a woman after shedding more than 900 pounds with the help of a diet guru, Richard Simmons. Despite her success, Bradley died in 2006 of undisclosed health problems. Ironically, in 2007, it was the 2007 death of Renee Williams, a 29-year-old Texan, that prompted Simpson to refuse her weight loss surgery. Williams, who weighed 850 pounds when she died, was desperate to lose weight from surgery, but she considered high risk by most doctors. She suffered a heart attack during gastric bypass surgery. Of all those, of all those weights put, them, of all those weights puts them within Simpson's what? This sentence makes no sense. Of all those... Oh, because I'm missing a word. I'm an idiot. <laughs> of all those whose weight puts them within Simpsons' professed target on the scale, none have lived to enjoy old age. No. Of course not.
1: You don't know... I'll tell you right now. Your grandma and grandpa, if they still alive in their 70s and 80s and 90s and any of them no, both of them are skinny. Because when you big and you old, that stuff just don't go together.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. You can't even walk more than twenty feet. Wow! I mean,
1: how can you enjoy life like how that? How can that not
0: be child abuse? How can you have a kid in that situation? Man, I'm just more. I'm more disappointed with the fact that it's a brother out there that songs from like, ooh, more woman for me. <laughs> more for me to love. Come here, girl. I didn't look up an article for this next one, but basically, I just wanted to let everybody know that Antoine Walker is broke, dead broke. And judging from his shot selection, I am not surprised. Antoine Walker, is the, he used to play for the Celtics. He played for yeah. the Heat. Dribbled a lot, shot way too many threes. He retired, didn't he? Yeah, he retired a while okay. back. Well, nobody wanted him to play with him. Because his shot selection was horrible. He shot a terrible percentage. But uh, from his shot selection, I watched him on the court. And I knew the first day I saw him, I said, this nigga is going to be broke one day. Wow. And he was. He is broke now. And that means Jr. Smith is next, cause nigga, you shoot some terrible shots too. Uh-huh. I see all the signs, Jr. You got the neck tats, you got the dumbass attitude problems, and you shoot dumb shots. So I would not be this, surprised. There's hope
1: for you. There's hope. Hopefully, you get it together.
0: Anyway, Tyler Perry is the devil, and I hate him. Uh, just wanna, he is not. Just want to throw that out there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: People that enjoy his movies, y'all sicking me. <laughs> what's wrong, with y'all? Black women stop supporting this man. He's not doing y'all any favors. Ever. He makes terrible movies. Now that he does. And y'all watch him. I do now. And I don't know what's wrong with y'all. <laughs> And especially the ones y'all that act like you don't know the movies are fucking terrible. The movies are terrible. Yes, they are. I convinced my aunts at the fish fry ah! that his next movie was Medea Goes to Space, and they believed me for at least two and a half minutes. They I didn't like, they
1: thought about it.
0: It was like, who's gonna be in that? I bet he'll do it. I want to know who it is. I was like, Martin Lawrence, ah! uh, Mokeen Keen Woodbine, a bunch of black niggas, a bunch of black people. All the black people do the black movies. That's who's going to be in it. Anyway, man, that that dude's the worst. His movies are (laughs) terrible. The writing in his movies are the worst. And he still writes like he's writing a play. And plays are different because plays can be... They foreshadow a lot. They're very transparent. It's very over the top. The actors emote by saying it because you can't really get close enough to see their... Every nuance of their facial expression That's true On a movie screen The camera is Sometimes You know Inches from your face That's right So a certain look A certain Um Gesture That is small Really comes across well On a movie screen Yes it does So you know Just your eyes watering up Is enough for us to know You're You're affected by Whatever you're about to say That's true As opposed to how he writes which is like a play where you say everything out loud so you know for him I, you know it's like well you never was anything to me anyway woman and then you know she got to like start I am crying I am so upset with you right now Uh I hate I fucking hate him People got y'all have got no. to stop watching this nigga's movies, man. And that ain't gonna happen. Ugh, what's wrong with y'all, man? Y'all wonder why we keep getting soul trained and shit. Ah! Soul playing soul... the movie. Soul... <sighs> right. Then he just come out with Ray J the movie and call it a fucking name. Now
1: end. that's something I would never watch.
0: Blow up the theater while everybody in there watching Madea movies. The world would be better off. <laughs> Anyway, so Sandra Bullock and her boyfriend, Jesse James, broke up because he cheated on her with a racist chick. Her husband. Yeah, her husband. Oh, I said boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her husband. Um, you you heard about this already?
1: I heard them talking about
0: it, yeah. and, and Just the chick he cheated with. Yeah,
1: and she looks cool. That's what I said about her. What's that right there on her arm? A swastika.
0: That's because she is racist. That's right. She is on some Nazi shit. She also has some pictures of the back on the back of her legs and it says WP and it stands for White Power. Wow. Yeah, so she's um like a neo-Nazi or something like that. And that is what he left Sandra Bullock for. Wow. But that's kind
1: of more his speed because
0: he all tatted up and stuff too, ain't he? Yeah, he is a, um, this is a picture of him. He's a, like a Harley enthusiast or something. He works on bikes. He's all tatted up. And now everybody's speculating that he's a Nazi, and I mean, like I said, I don't know baseball, but I know somebody looks like a crackhead. Look, I don't know shit about motorcycles, but this motherfucker looks racist.
1: Wow.
0: I have seen enough episodes of the Son of His, Sons of Anarchy
1: to Not know, know what a motorcycle
0: man is racist. That's all I'm going to say about that, so In good luck eyes. with your racism, hope y'all have nice Aryan children,
1: yeah. and uh, good promote good the motorcycle right people out there, but still...
0: Yeah, good luck promoting the white race and uh, all that shit. So last week, I bought my hater, Teresa. I bought her a card from the store. And it said, uh, thank you for helping. And then I crossed out helping and wrote hating. Ah. And then it said, uh, in the inside, it said, thank you. And and then I crossed out love and wrote hate rod. And then ever since I did that, she stopped hating on me on Facebook. She
1: stopped hating? I know. You shouldn't have sent her a card.
0: And that's the lesson here, y'all. If you are motivated by your haters, don't ever give them any attention. Because as soon as you do, they will uh, fall the fuck off. Uh-huh. They're only hating uh-huh. to get, get your, your attention. Get back on
1: your game. Get back on your game, girl.
0: They're just hating to get your attention in the first place. That's why people hate, so you'll that's give them true. some type of attention. Yeah. As soon as you do, they want to be like, oh, it's cool now. No, bitch, keep hating. That's right, keep hating. I need more hate in my life, Teresa. That makes you strong. I feed off your hate. That gives you backbone. Your broken dreams. Give me something to smile about every morning. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Nancy Grace, I saw her on TV right before we started doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. And she was still talking about Natalie Holloway's case. The girl, the blind... 17 year old, blonde, B-L-O-N-D I know I'm from the country, y'all So, not, not, not blind Blonde The white girl who died in the Caribbean Or some shit, mm-hmm. she was on a Cruise and with her friends And she ended up, kidnapped like,
1: or something. going
0: out With some boys, I don't even know if it's Kidnapped, oh, okay. but she just never came back but, but, has anyone made More money and more TV time Out of Nat- Natalie Holloway's death and Nancy Grace. Oh, think these the one her parents keep
1: going down there and stuff? I
0: don't even know if they still go down. Their parents probably gave up and Nancy Grace ass is still on TV wow. milking every fucking detail from this case every time ask. she can. Like, it's white exploitation. Wow, I
1: never thought about that. Before. It
0: really is. I mean, first of all, of course, if she was black, nobody would've given a fuck. But, you know, young white girl goes missing and you shut the news down. I think... Obama might have sent the detectives down there just to get everybody off the trail of this health care.
1: Oh, go find them.
0: I don't know. I mean, who's watching this shit, dude?
1: Not me. Maybe
0: my white friends can tell me, but are white people just obsessed with young white girls going missing, and they stop everything they're doing? Like, they're like, Mom, I'm gonna go to the tea party. I'm so mad at these, at these, at these, is, is that a white girl missing? Oh, I'm we um, got to go find her, Raise my taxes. I don't care. Let's just... We got to save Becky. Um, but I feel like racism drives our economy right now anyway. So I'm kind of pro-racism. I mean, look at ah. gun gun sales after Obama got in office. Went through the roof, bullet sales, yeah. too. Like, uh, if it wasn't for those, you know, racist fantasies uh, that people have. And I don't just mean white people. I mean, black people, too. Yeah. Let's right. face it. Every gun sold in this country is sold with a promise of you will be able to shoot a nigga. And that is ah. really what people are about. Like, every fantasy, when black people buy guns, it's the same as when white people buy guns. I mean, I'm sure it's different. White person buys a gun, it's more like, you know, these black people run up in my house, I'm gonna turn to John Wayne, and, you know, well, hello, Pilgrim, and all that shit, and, you know, have a stare down, and dirty Harry, they ass out of here. Then yeah, that ain't just not realistic. And, and most black people, Black people that buy guns are like, you know, these niggas keep talking about my clothes at school. Or, you know, I, 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 I keep, you keep, they keep picking at me. Yeah, keep fouling me, nigga. See what's gonna happen. Like, everybody want to shoot a black man when they get a gun. So that, like, uh, gun sales, you know, black that's part of our them. economy. Like, if everybody want to stop racism, but we stop racism, man, do you know how much porn would suffer and all uh, kinds of things that race is a hundred percent driving. <laughs> <Fueling>. <laughs> You know? Like, what would... All them picket signs at the tea party? Who the uh, fuck would, would buy those? Who would eat all the Kentucky
1: Fried Chicken? Who would eat all the Texas Chicken?
0: No, that is that is not the same, Karen. That's just saying. That's being racist.
1: Oh, oh, sorry.
0: People don't eat chicken out of racism.
1: <laughs> they eat chicken because they're black.
0: No, <laughs> they not a don't. stereotype. White people eat chicken, too. We've seen it out with our own eyes. Speaking of which, though, I do want to start my website. That lady, that fat lady, she gets paid to eat food and it inspired me I want to get paid where people can set up a webcam on my t- laptop and they can watch me eat racist food so they can pay and be like ooh look at this nigga eat some watermelon you know give him $25 and I can watch him you know I just eat our only racist food though: chicken, watermelon pig oh, feet, oh, chitlins pig time yeah, pig time uh huh. Most so people don't eat that. Yeah, you too. I'm not. I'm not talking about slave stuff. I'm not going okay. Oh, Maxa, you back again? I
1: ah, sure ah, is hungry. I take your money now, Maxa. Let me Massa. do some
0: soft shoe for you. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm not gonna be playing spoons. I'm just talking about.
1: <laughs> I would dress up
0: in overalls, obviously with no t-shirt underneath. I just dress up with overalls and like maybe a, a straw hat and. Okay. You know, eat watermelon, chicken, drink Kool-Aid. And just, you know, people just I don't know what I would call the site But, you know, I would You know, that's one way we can raise money for this podcast Because we've been doing it for free We and, have been uh, doing it
1: for
0: free now You know, this is one way to get us some money So, uh, I, y'all, you know I think if, we might can find another
1: way If y'all got any suggestions We will uh, be willing to accept any Especially
0: of- names for the for the racist food eating site
1: Okay <laughs> I'm trying tell, to Tell to us that. what you guys would like to see and what you'd be
0: willing to pay for. Alright, so we're ready to get up out of here. Ooh, about 50 minutes. Alright guys, white friend of the week is actually two people, Fuller and his fiance, Chris. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's not Chris. No, this. not Chris. Carrie. That's right, Carrie Oh man We sorry, we love you Carrie She is such a huge fan too I'm gonna have to edit that out No, I'm gonna leave it in Cause I keep it real, bitch I do not edit anything out we People listening. You. Anyway, Fuller and your beautiful fiance Whose wedding we can't wait to uh, go to Actually, I hate weddings But I like y'all so much That I'm gonna come to y'all wedding. Yeah, weddings.
1: cause we don't go to weddings I'm yeah. gonna so we'll tell you
0: that in a heartbeat But holler at me if y'all, you know Short on some money Y'all need some people not to show up Cause I fucking hate weddings There's nothing worse than a wedding. Yeah,
1: if y'all have to chop the list due to the economy, we would understand if y'all be like, you know what, y'all don't show up. Yeah, I
0: love y'all. hate weddings. But I love y'all so much, I will come to your wedding. Yes. I'm that fucking serious about it. But, uh... Anyway, and I hate baby showers, so if y'all me have too. some babies, don't invite me to the shower. Yeah,
1: me too. And I know I'm a woman, but me
0: too. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the Black Guy Tips podcast. We love y'all. Uh, you're already listening to this, but search for us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Um, also, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderance Prime. I'm
1: Y00227, the little
0: Y. And check out my blog, www.TheBlackGuyFemtips.blogspot.com. And also, I'm writing for his new website called uh Intelligent Ignorance or something like that. I just started writing for them, so um I will keep you updated when I get more stuff on there and when I memorized the actual website and I'm not just half ass pulling it you know out of the air. all right, guys, love you, and we will talk to you later and I love you, you too. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hated, Barry. Kiss girls like Katy Perry. I am never sprung, but I spring her, Jerry. Don't try this at home, results may vary. King like T. I, but in the shower, Larry. Hoover, Jehovah, Bofa. American gangster choo choo soos. Cold Rappers get nasty in the booth, but I'm closer I can't even stomach myself. Oh, sir. More rilla, cause I'm closer. Had girlies and girdles way more than they supposed to. Poser? No, sir. My hustle? So rustle. I stretch work. Yoga. You know I got it down, dog. Al roca. I used to knock pounds off. It ain't nothing for me to knock mouths off. And these and C's praying for my downfall. It's just haters. I wave at you, I'm so player. I'll never be done, I'm so yeah. We chilling the game, it's not fair. You motherfuckers, they right. Dire. Cause we too high up in the air, we blasting off just like a laser, nigga. Pum pum pum, gimme back, gimme room.